Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, we are back with Adam Carlson. He writes for us here at the Viking Age, and he's been on the show multiple times in the past. Uh, but this time, he is back to talk about his life as a Vikings fan. So, Adam, what age do you think you decided to become a Vikings fan? Sadly, the choice wasn't really mine. <laughs> oh, no. See, I, I grew up in Duluth, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I grew up in a very small community. Uh, my family used to do a lot of farming and gardening and mm-hmm. things like that. We kind of lived off the grid, you know, with a lot of a lot of that sort of stuff that were where we avoided the city as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And I used to head out to my grandpa's garage as a kid, and he was a sports fan that always had sports on the radio. So we were listening to Twins games and. North Stars games and everything like that. And just being able to sit out there with him while he worked on fixing up the lawnmowers or sorting rutabaggies. I mean, it was, it was awesome to spend that time with family and, mm-hmm. and do the sports things. And I think that's maybe a reason perhaps I'm a bit more into some of the more historical Minnesota Vikings players. I know a lot of the current Vikings fans kind of got their start in the age during Randy Mossick. He kind of drew yep. people in. Yep. And there's not a lot of Vikings fans that paid much attention to the Vikings before the Moss era, which that's no problem. Mm-hmm. I'm. It's awesome that players were able to come on in or fans were able to come on in when Randy Moss joined the Vikings and the team was explosive and fun and everything. But there were some pretty dark days before that and, Oh yeah, and my grandpa drank quite a few beers listening <laughs> to that radio, oh, listening sure. to Vikings games. Uh, what do you think your earliest Vikings memory is? Uh, that would probably be, like I said, it's it's listening to those games yeah. out in the radio. I, I can still, yeah. I don't have a lot of memories from when I was younger. I don't know why. I don't know if it was like a past traumatic experience or something. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just being a Vikings fan back in the day back then, but it's just, I can still smell the combination of grease and wood chips oh, yeah. every time I see one of those old Vikings clips 
or hear even the old announcers talk about old Vikings. So it's just kind of ingrained in my human being. This is about like what, some of those classics. This is like what, late 80s, early 90s? Mid, yeah, mid to late 80s. Okay, so right around... Then they go to, they go to the NFC Championship in 87? <laughs> against the Niners? Sounds about right. Yeah, I think I think they, they did do that. Um, what was your first Vikings jersey? Let's see. Uh, well, my first jersey as a whole was a University of Michigan hockey jersey Wow! that I got for $6 on the clearance rack. So that was something. But my first Vikings jersey that I actually got was it was on one of their old Reebok mm-hmm. Dante Culpepper's where the numbers oh, yeah. would peel off within the first <laughs> probably 20 days that you owned it. And yeah. by the time I wore it so much, there weren't nearly any numbers left on it. And it just... It didn't even look right. But <laughs> at that point, you wear it as a badge of honor, right? Mm-hmm. That you wore it down to nothing. Mm-hmm. And that just wearing the jersey like that, that you wore so much and looks like it's that battle damaged. It makes you feel a little bit extra pride. For sure. I remember having those those jerseys where you would just wear them so much. Then numbers just scratch off. Um, oh, yeah. They, they weren't on there very well. <laughs> no. uh, do you have any Vikings memorabilia? I have a ton. When I was living down by St. Paul, I'd go to every Viking signing I could. I would get anything I could autographed from any player signing that was going on. And it was a lot of fun going to those events, meeting other Vikings fans. As far as like rare Vikings memorabilia, I wouldn't say that I've got any of that per se. Mm -hmm. But what I do have is I've a big autograph book that I've gotten of eight by tens that I've either made off photo edits that I've made myself or eight by tens that were provided by them or, or anything like that. And it's really cool to have something like that. That means a lot to me, even if it's not a resellable thing, (laughs) like my collection, if I were to try to sell it because it's not, verified or anything like that's just mine great it's not worth a lot of money but it's a great personal thing for me oh yeah it means means something you can pass it on to your your relatives or whatever like my favorite thing in my vikings collection is a it's a black alternate chad greenway jersey that's a custom jersey the ones with the the yellow along them you know Yep, yep and i went to go to a bottle signing for the uh, yeah, the Grey Duck vodka stuff. Mm-hmm. And I went there and I asked him to sign this picture that I brought. Mm-hmm. And Chad, he, I, I didn't buy a vodka because I, at the time, I've, I was six years sober. Right. And he, he, he still joked and said, well, you can buy it as a gift for someone. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> I don't want this bottle of vodka anywhere near me. But thank you. <laughs> but i handed him the the photo he signed it and they said hold on turn around he signed the back of my custom jersey that i used to wear all the time nice like that was my go-to and i put that in my vikings little draw bag you know the ones that have the little ropes he said hold on just another second grab that bag out of my hand (laughs) he signed that too (laughs) and it's like it was fantastic because he was so awesome 
And it's those kind of experiences that you don't forget. Sure. Like yeah. Irv Smith Jr. When I went to go talk to him, yeah, I, I made a joke to him about wearing the number you know, jersey that he wears. Eighty four, and he had been getting a lot of crap from oh, yeah. some of the people in his line because he was doing his short signature. He was only doing his initials and number, yeah. and I didn't say anything like that to him at all. I just opened with a joke and and played with him. He goes and he puts his whole signature. And I said, well, I said, you better play up to that number so I can put you on my wall. So he writes to Adam, does his full signature, Skull Vikings, adds all that. People, they, they usually charge extra for all that. Yeah. And he was just smiling and laughing the whole time. And it's just weird how little things like that can make you root a little extra for, for a player. Oh, just yeah. that little second of connection. And I bet you he doesn't even remember that. Uh, that day you'd be, it was. You'd be, you'd be surprised. I'm sure some of these guys remember these moments. It was over 90 degrees there that day. <laughs> By the time I got in from the, the car, I was so sweaty and oh, disgusting yeah. looking that by the time I got my picture taken with them, I looked like I had just ran a marathon. And I'm I'm a big guy, yeah. So I, I was going to be sweaty and out of breath anyway, <laughs> just because that's who I am. But I looked and probably did not smell the best. And he got right in there and gave me a big old hug. And there you go. It, it was just such a good day. Yeah, that's all. And that 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 small moment is all you needed. Uh, have you ever been to? Well, I know you have a Vikings game. And if so, how many? And which one was the most enjoyable? I've been to ten Vikings games. There you go. And I have yet. To feel what it's like for Minnesota to lose a game. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Ten <laughs> victories and ten attendances. There we go. Get this guy season tickets. Okay, God. And it's not like I'm choosing games that are notoriously easy either. Right, right, right. I've seen Minnesota take on the Falcons and Green Bay and yeah. all, all these teams that are just excellent franchises. And somehow I've been able to walk out of there and I've gone to games where Christian Ponder was quarterback (laughs) and they've won. So I'm not saying I'm a lucky charm or anything, but I'm not saying I'm not. Yeah, you got the red hair. So, but I will see that say that my favorite game I've ever been to, it's it's hard because the US Bank opener against Green Bay was an electric Mm. game. Yeah. That crowd was rocking. Everything was so much fun. Bradford, he was when he was good. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> but the best time I think I ever had at a Vikings game was that preseason game against the 49ers that came down to diving to the end zone. Taylor Heineke? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that game was so exciting. I I wasn't going to go to that preseason game, but I went on a ticket buying website. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what I'm allowed to say on fan side anymore. <laughs> That's okay. You'll if we're right. supporting it, I don't know. But <laughs> and I got a ticket for six dollars. Mm-hmm. That was really close. Oh wow. So I got up and I got in there and just watching that play happen and Minnesota battling back. Because I thought for sure my winning streak was gonna end right there. Yeah. But it did not. And the the fact that they were able to battle back and make those fun plays and it took that last second diving. And I, I know Trey Wayne's having that interception on 
Aaron Rodgers is another game that oh, I yeah. just won't forget yeah. in that opening at US Bank Stadium. But it just makes me remember when I go to buy tickets to a Vikings game that it doesn't always matter if you're going to the higher profile games. You can have a great time at any game yeah. well, at US Bank Stadium. You look back at what that game the Vikings had what, two years ago against the Broncos when everyone like probably thought it was an easy win and they ended oh, up yeah. going behind 21 nothing, and then it turned out to be an amazing game because the Vikings came all the way back and won that game. I'm sure a lot of people left after the Vikings were losing by so much and then they were kicking themselves afterwards because the Vikings <laughs> were able to come back. Yeah, I, I actually remember listening to the radio and them talking about all the players trying or the fans trying to get themselves back in. Yeah after leaving the stadium and they are quite strict about that. No oh, yeah. re-entry policy. Yeah. yeah, You have to be. Um, all right. So how long does it take you to get over a Vikings loss? See, I'm not, I'm not a super competitive guy. Okay. And I, I'm not the kind to dwell on something for too long. That's good. Now, unless it's something truly embarrassing, I I, I'm up, usually all right with it. I always bring up this game when I ask it. It's just recent. So, like, how are you feeling after the, the Seahawks game last year, the fourth and two? <laughs> See, it's those competitive games I don't mind so much. It's like the games where you're where the Vikings are 11-point favorites and end up losing by 20. 2017 NFC Championship. Those are the ones that just really hurt. <laughs> yeah, especially that one. That one does hurt pretty bad. Um, let's see. Do you get nervous before Vikings games? Uh, I I don't. I also don't believe in having any impact on the game whatsoever. I know there's a lot of fans, too, that love a lucky jersey or lucky yeah. socks or something like yeah. that. And that's more than fine. I love superstitions like that. Mm-hmm. I love observing that and hearing about it, but it's not really something I personally believe in. But oh, yeah. still, it's, it's so cool to see there's fans that are like, oh, I, I didn't have my jersey on or I wasn't wearing my hat backwards. <laughs> and it, Some of them are dead serious, too. Oh, yeah. and it's, it's great. I think I had whatever I wore for the, um, the Minneapolis Miracle game. I made sure that I wore like, like the exact same thing for the game against the Eagles the next week. Oh, no. Uh, obviously, it didn't matter. See, all. all the luck was out of it. <laughs> Yeah, they use it all up for a miracle. <laughs> um, which current or former Vikings player would you love to see a documentary about? So we've seen a couple already. We've seen what? There was a 33 for 30 with Randy Moss. And then there's been a couple of football lives, I think, with John Randall and, and Chris Carter. So maybe is there anyone else you would like to see kind of a just an in-depth look into their career about? I'm really surprised there hasn't been... A more in-depth look at Bud Grant. It, Bud Grant, okay. His life through his basketball career to football. Did he play in the NBA? He played, ba- he played professional basketball. Yeah, in the NBA. Which is really cool. Right. I thought that was awesome. And then to see how he went from that to being a coach to his banner moment after retirement walking onto the field yeah. and with no jacket on. Uh, I, I mean, that whole thing, <laughs> the respect that he has throughout that organization so and really his own office. Yeah. The, the you say his name to any team, and I bet you they know who you're talking about yeah. to any franchise. 
Well, he won a bunch of, I feel like he won a bunch of Grey Cups as a coach in the yeah. CFL up in uh, Winnipeg. So he's used to the cold. So Minnesota's probably warm for him when he came down to Minnesota after being up in, in Winnipeg for all those years. Yeah, they and, could uh, do something really interesting with is, him. And if we're going with a player, I don't think so. No. If we're going with a player, I, I'd love to hear a little bit more about Paul Krause and what happened with him after Washington. Yeah. What happened? What I'm not even very familiar with. Um, did he... How many well, years was he? In I don't Washington? understand why Paul Krause really got let go from Washington. I I I need I need more information on what happened. Oh, there early because, in his career. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Yep. yep. Yeah, that was a big mistake by them, huh? Because he was he'd have been on track to, to lead the NFL in interceptions with them. Well, yeah, he, was he was a monster there. He was a two-time All-Pro. He was yeah. All-Pro in his first two years. What what were they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? And Paul Kroos is another one of those that I, I met, and I, I've got a quick story to tell about him. Okay. Uh, Total Wines was doing a, a signing mm-hmm. where they had four Vikings legends, and they'd alternate them throughout the day at four different locations. So I went to go get his autograph on this custom Hall of Fame piece that I I made an edit for, mm-hmm. and I I made one for him. And I signed it. And he said, oh, this is awesome. Do you have an extra one I could have? <laughs> so I, I, I thought I had an extra one in my bag. I said, sure. So I grabbed the one that I thought was his. I set it down on the table. And he said, that's not me. I was like, I got a suntan. And I looked and it was the, uh, oh, man. Yeah, it, it was another Hall of Famer. And I was just like, <laughs> oops, sorry. So I went home and I printed off another one. And, and I went to another, th- another Total Wine location. Okay. That was about, I'd say, 15, 20 minutes away from there. Yeah. And I got it in a frame, and I brought it to him. And I, he was so happy with it. I got a nice, nice photo with him taken, holding it. And to me, the fact that he would even ask for that and that I, that I wanted to go and get him one just based on that, that was, that was so much fun that day. Oh, I bet. Sounds like you've had a lot of good experiences just going to those signings. That's one thing that you can always do. I don't know how much they've locked down on those with with everything else going down. I know that a lot of organizations, it, those ones were, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just, oof. Th- those are the moments that you remember as a Vikings fan. Oh, sure. And what draws you in and just makes you love certain players and parts of the team's history. But yeah. I, I I will admit that Paul Krause doesn't look a lot like John Randall. <laughs> They're a little different. A little bit. It's a little. Some, I couldn't small, fool him. Small differences. <laughs> um. So, speaking of Vikings history, who are the four Vikings you would put on your own personal Mount Rushmore, but they can only be there if they've played on the team since you were born? Players only, right? Yep. 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 So Noah, Alan Page could still go on there. Alan Page, were you? Was he? Was he on the team when you were born? I, don't I believe think so. so. No, he was. When were you born? Nineteen eighty. Oh, that's gonna be close. Let's see. That, that's why I'm on the fence about it. I'm, I think he was still there for a year or two. 
Uh, I left in uh, 78. Sorry. Dang it. You lose. <laughs> I knew it was going to be close. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got to put Chris Carter on there. Okay. You got to put Adrian Peterson on there. Okay. Even though I'm... I'm still on the fence about his status as a human being. He's one yeah, heck of a football player. It's different, yeah. Because those two are you know, the, the receiving and the, the running legends. Mm-hmm. Then you got John Randall. Okay. It's just an absolute monster. It's that fourth spot that's tough. Because you want to put Randy Moss on there, but you don't want to ignore the secondary. But there hasn't really been... You don't want to put Harrison Smith in there over him. You can do whatever so, you want. So I guess you kind of got to go with Randy Moss at that point. Mm-hmm. If Moss had been in Minnesota longer, I mean, he, he could have been the poster child for Viking sports. Yeah. Fred McCombs wasn't, wasn't the owner. He would have been there a lot longer. Yeah. <laughs> um, but luckily, he left. And the Vikings stayed in Minnesota. He left before they could become the San Antonio yeah. Vikings or whatever they were going to be. You didn't. You didn't want Jerome Simpson in there. You, that, you passed on. He could do one heck of a flip. That Jerome Simpson. He can. He can do one heck of a first down celebration too. Oh, he can uh, point with the best of them. <laughs> All right. Um, is there ever a player that you wished played for the Vikings, but for just some reason it just didn't work out? I've never been one of those players that. Uh, have been thinking, boy, this player is really good. I wish he played for Minnesota. I don't think I've ever thought like that. Of course, I wish that the Vikings would would have been able to grab a top-tier quarterback sometime mm-hmm. along the, the recent timeline here. Anytime. But I've never sat and thought, boy, Mahomes would be awesome on the Vikings and, and just kind of sat and daydreamed about it. I... I've been wanting the Vikings to draft and develop their own players mm-hmm. throughout most of the franchise and or even go out into free agency and grab a player if they're available. The, the dream scenarios aren't aren't something I play with too often. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it would have to be some sort of quarterback and it would have to be some maybe maybe like back when Peyton Manning was trying to figure out what he was doing. Have him come to Minnesota for a year or two. Way back in the day, what Dan Marino almost came to Minnesota before he decided yeah. to retire. He had an offer on the table from the Vikings, but that was when he was like really at the end of his career. And I do remember what Ladanian Tomlinson he he was choosing between the Jets and the Vikings. And that would have been uh, something. Yeah, it would have been Tomlinson and Peterson in the same backfield. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness! Um, all right, so say a kid, a young kid, comes up to you and tells you they're considering. Being a Vikings fan, what would you tell them? Go for it, buddies. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not going to tell somebody not to be a them? fan of the Vikings. Are you going to give them any warnings? It depends. I mean, do, do I know anything about the kid? Is is he prepared for heartbreak? I, I don't want to say crush his dreams right away. I want to ease him into this. Yeah, right. Is there a kiddie pool version of prepare for sadness? Yeah. Because uh, that's not when it comes to the Vikings. I don't think so. I think you just get thrown right into the fire. <laughs> There's always going to be a few. Uh, oh, it'll be better next year's. Like, can and, you imagine being a fan of the Vikings in 2015? Like that was your first year. Yeah. And then Blair Walsh just like rips your heart. 
<laughs> and you're like, this is terrible. And you're like, does it get better? And you're like, no. No, Brett Favre's going to throw across his body and yeah. ruin your dreams. They're going to poop the bed in Philadelphia against the Eagles. Adrian's going to fumble four times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. And I, I, whenever I ask this question to people, I always say that I'm going to be like, I would just like consist constantly just check. Like, are you sure? Are you sure you want to do this? Are you <laughs> sure? We're going to make sure. I'm just letting you know. I'm just double checking. Like, I feel like that's how I'm going to be like with my kids. Like, all right, if you're going to do this, you got to know like what you're, what you're heading into. But it could be different too. Like, cause you look at maybe um, Patriots fans now who maybe were born <laughs> around like the year 2000. They don't know what it's like to root for a losing franchise. Their team won six Super Bowls since they've been alive. But you got to flip that around the other way too. And and think, boy, this kid could choose the Lions the, yeah. or something like that. Or the Browns. The Browns were terrible before last year. The Lions are going to be bad again this year, I think. So, That's what everyone says, I'm, I don't know. I'm a, I'm I'm skeptical because whenever someone teams agree like that much, they're going to be that bad. Something seems, or same thing with some <laughs> when people like agree that a team's going to be so good, like. I see team people talking about like the Chiefs going undefeated or whatever. I'm like, they're not going undefeated. Like, <laughs> no, they're, they're good, but they're not going seventeen. They're not seventeen and oh good. Um, so. Yeah, having a team that's never been to a Super Bowl is one thing, but I also have to kind of keep in mind that the Vikings haven't been to a Super Bowl in my lifetime. No, not mine either. What seventy six? I think it was the last time they went there. Yeah, it was before my sister was born and. She's three years older than me, so she didn't sound in her lifetime either. But she's not a football fan, so. So for us, it doesn't even feel like they ever, they've ever been to the Super Bowl. Right. We never got to taste that little bit of of sweetness. Back that, then, there was like 20 teams in the NFL. Now there's so many. And the Vikings were consistently competitors oh, during those times. They were dominant. They were a dominant team. I feel like they were f- the favorite in most of the Super, Super Bowls they were in. And as much as I'd love to count 69, I don't think we really can. With the NFL championship? Yeah. Um. I'll still say it. <laughs> yeah, but then they lost to the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so. Yeah, we don't talk about that part, though. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Chiefs fans do. Oh, um, they definitely do. Speaking of Super Bowl, will you cry when the Vikings win the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'll cry if the Vikings go to a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an emotional guy. I've said it before. Even when I when I joined the Viking Age, I was soft. I was yeah. so much softer than I am now. <laughs> but Soft-er. I guess I have to thank some some people from the Viking Age comment section and, oh, and yeah. Twitter on helping me build a little bit thicker of a skin because oh, yeah. I've learned to let a lot of water roll off my back and it's not an easy thing to do sometimes, but it, they don't hold back. But it helps make me a little bit tougher to where uh, I'm not as afraid to go through a comment section or right or make a statement on social media. And I feel like you've become more, maybe more confident to write about stuff that you probably wouldn't have, like in the last couple of years. That's true. I, I if you followed my career, I mostly kept. I wanted to be the positive writer yeah. back when Danzinski, who was on the, the the page before me, yep. he was uh, he was a lot like you in the way that he isn't afraid to tackle a controversial topic. 
He wasn't afraid to take the opposite side of an argument that he knew wasn't going to be popular. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, I wanted to keep my positivity levels high. I wanted to write things that made the, yeah, I was a good cop to the bad cop. Yeah. And that doesn't always work out well when it comes to getting page views or, or being recognized. Those articles don't, aren't, aren't really the kind of things that people like to read about, which yeah, is strange right. because donating to a charity or having an organization, that's all great stuff. Yeah. But it's not the kind of thing that people will be like, oh, I better click on this that Eric Hendricks is selling his own paintings to, right. to benefit COVID after losing his grandpa, you know? It's a great piece, great piece of information, and it's an emotional thing, but it won't get the kind of attention that a piece about a quarterback kicking in a door is going to (laughs) get. Yeah. Um, There's a reason why it leads or yeah. If it, if it bleeds, it leads is a, a true uh, saying for the, the writing world, but it's not even really about views. It's just like just creating a different type of discussion, like just having a wide variety. Right. I think if you, even if we just focused if our site focused mostly on like negative stuff, it wouldn't be good either. We you got to have a good mixture of, of everything to give to one, give people hope, and then also to you know make create a conversation. Are, create conversation also make their, sure they're being realistic. You don't want to give like lead people on and be like, oh, every, every year they're going to win the Super Bowl. It's like that's it's not going to happen. We can <laughs> give you, we can try and give you reasons why they might, but we're not going to sit here and guarantee. You know, Does like, Paul Allen say the Vikings are going to be undefeated again this year? I I mean. I'm. I'm. Gonna, I'll say they're, they're undefeated every every year. I, I'll say they're undefeated. <laughs> um, one year I'll be right. Just like my my dad used to be like. Uh, he used to in the March Madness brackets. He used to pick Syracuse every year to win. And he's like, one yeah. year I'll be right. And then uh, one year he was when Carmelo. Uh, we do need to yeah. talk a little bit more about social media for one second, though. Oh, <laughs> because whoever took over that Minnesota Vikings site on Twitter is having oh, an ruthless. absolute fire. <laughs> I'm loving watching what they're doing. Yeah, they're going after people. They're not afraid. They're not afraid of it. No, no, they're 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 even the searching through for themselves. And <laughs> oh wow, this isn't whoever was doing it before because this is a big change. Before they were being all nicey nice, and now it's sort of nice. Yeah, this 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 page ain't being that way anymore. Not anymore, they're they're not holding back. They're, it's it's Mike Zimmer's uh, Minnesota Vikings. Twitter right now. Oh, Mike Zimmer. When the reporters were asking about getting access one-on-one and not in front of the cameras, and he said that Mike Zimmer said that he was going to be more worried about his players at this point, not the media. I yeah. laughed so hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Poor Courtney. She's just in the crossfire. Oh, yeah. No, he's, uh, he's always good for a couple good uh, quotes here and there, but that's going to do it for this episode thanks for joining and telling everyone about your vikings fandom where can people follow you on twitter i'm emmett viking zombie on twitter instagram twitch pretty much anywhere you can find me there i got the purple people podcast going on every week the live show pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts we go live each week so you can join in and ask questions and have conversations a specific day no, no, we it's since it's the three of us, we pretty much go by whenever we can all get together. But yep. we'll try to schedule the show a little bit ahead of time so 
so people can get a little bit of a heads up if they can make it. There you go. So go check that out. Uh, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast on the Apple Podcast app, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we will talk to you later. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earned from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus.